Welcome everyone to Tamriel Adventures, a show that brings you information from all across the far reaches of Tamriel. I'm your host, Eric Ursulior, and this one is the Gajiti Merchant. Merchant, I gotta ask you, with that last episode, what the heck was your deal there? What do you mean? Well, we agreed to guest on Durka's Formacast podcast to that big crossover event, and then you go and tell him that I wasn't going to show up. What is your deal, man? Oh, well, this one will be honest with you. Khajiit gets a little jealous with your other podcasts. Aw, dude, know that I'm never going to leave this show. We're always going to be a team. But, like I said, I visit many other realms, play many other games, if you will. And so I have a few other projects, but this one isn't going away, so don't worry. Okay, Khajiit will try and behave himself. Thank you, man. That's all I ask. Anyway, today we are going to be covering Julianos, but before we get to that, we do have a few bits of news. So pretty much any online capable Bethesda game now has the holiday events going on. So with Fallout 76, they've updated the Adam Shop to where it has all the Christmas items. I got the um, Santa Collectron, which is fun. It's It's funny because it'll pop out of the pod and just talk about how the world has basically gone to hell and everybody's evil naughty and it just doesn't know what to do it's pretty funny so um yeah with fallout 76 there's that update um the scribe of avalon is now live season three so i was working on that a bit yesterday but i'll talk about that when i get to my gameplay i did play some elder scrolls so don't worry um, with Doom Eternal, there's the gift wrap and terror event, so it looks like you can make your armor look like Santa's outfit, which is always fun. Um, Elder Scrolls Blades, the new life festival is now live, so if you play Elder Scrolls Blades, enjoy that. Um, I do pop in every now and then to check it out. So, oh, speaking of Doom Eternal, it is now on Nintendo Switch, so I haven't picked it up yet. I do, I would like to play that. There's some other things I'd like to play also, so uh, Cyberpunk. So anyway, um, the biggest thing though, as far as Elder Scrolls, is there is now a teaser trailer for the next chapter, and I am stoked. So it is called Gates of Oblivion. It was a short two minute or so long trailer where this elven woman is sleeping next to a book, a blank book, and she is clearly having a nightmare. And you get to see flashes of it at first, and then a symbol starts appearing on the book, and I have played the crap out of Oblivion. If you have listened to my introduction episode at the beginning of this series, or this podcast, 
um, you know my history with Oblivion, and that symbol is the Oblivion symbol that appears on the book. But in her nightmare, you see flashes of the Deadlands, which is Mayrune's Dagon's realm of Oblivion, and I started getting hyped at that point. And then you see this giant red forearmed person kind of stand up straight. He was like, you know, bent over and he stands up straight. And I lost it. Like, it was Mehrun's Dagon. And he turns around and looks right at her in the nightmare. And then you see the title of the chapter, or the new story arc, revealed as Gates of Oblivion. So what they're going to do is they're going to have a stream on Thursday, January 21st, where they officially reveal this new year-long story arc. So they did mention, or they have said that Markarth was the last part of the uh, Dark Heart of Skyrim, of you know, arc. So that is now done. I still need to play... I need to finish Greymore. I haven't finished Greymore yet. I got pretty far in it, and then I mainly switched to playing Xbox. So I've been working my way through that again. And yeah, I guess we can go ahead and get into my gameplay. So I have been... I streamed some ESO a few days ago. This is, you know, December 16th. So I did stream ESO a little bit uh, a few days ago. And I have a question to those of you who play ESO. My character is a vampire. And being a vampire, most merchants don't want to deal with me. However, there are some that do, like in the outlaw refuge areas, you know, and, you know, whatever thieves, you know, the people who take your hot merchandise and all that, your stolen merchandise. But nobody in those areas sell style crafting materials, you know, like bone or adamantite or whatever you use, you know, the moonstone. So I am at kind of a disadvantage when it comes to doing my crafting writs. You know, sure, I can go and find some and loot here and there, but if you run out of those, you can't buy them from anybody unless you have, like, the DLC, you know, maybe the skeleton in the Dark Brotherhood sanctuary sells it, but I don't have ESO Plus at the moment, so I can't go to the Dark Brotherhood sanctuary and buy that stuff. At least not that I know of. I haven't really tried, but I would assume now that I don't have the Dark Brotherhood DLC, not having ESO Plus, I can't do that. So, does anybody know of a merchant in the base game plus the chapters? I do have all the chapters at the moment, you know, current chapters. Does anybody know of a merchant that would be willing to deal with a vampire and sell the style crafting materials? Because I would love to be able to complete my writs on a daily basis, but without the style crafting materials, I can't do that. And yeah, I do some have, have some of the crown mimic gems that would allow me to do that, but I only have four left. 
So, at least right now. So, if anybody knows the answer to that, please, please, please reach out to me and uh, let me know. Because that, not only does it get you daily income, but sometimes it also, you know, boosts your abilities. So, yeah, if you know the answer to that, please let me know. Because I have no clue. Anyway, um, so yeah, I have been playing some ESO, and for the most part it's been good, but yeah, that, that little bit has been frustrating. So, yeah, I've been playing ESO, obviously I've been playing Fallout 76, the new season, season 3 has started, The Scribes of Avalon, which is basically uh, the Fallout world's Doctor Who. And to be completely honest, I don't know anything about Doctor Who. I wouldn't mind getting into it, but I wouldn't even know where to start. So if you are a Whovian, also let me know that. Um, so yeah, yesterday I actually did some things that I had, hadn't been able to do in a while. So first off, I mainly focused on my dailies, and I got pretty much all those done. No big deal. And then I actually got one or two of the weeklies done, and that was fun. So yeah, I did my first daily ops that I'd done in a while. I hadn't been making daily ops a priority for a while, but yeah, I even did a daily ops and then I finished the mayor for a day quest. Finally, that had been sitting in my quest log for a long time unfinished. I got to the very end of it where you're on this rooftop and have to upload this antivirus so the robots will quit attacking you. And I got to the very end, and it said I failed. I didn't get killed. The robots had been destroyed. I basically would hide behind this little doorway, and when they popped up, I would kill them one by one, and it still said I failed. So what I did was I chemmed up. I used Psychotats to buff my damage output and also damage resistance. And then I used specific uh, troubleshooting weapons that do extra damage against robots. Well, the other thing about that is, is there's usually a Scorch Beast that's flying around Watoga and will attack you while you're trying to fend off against the robots. But it wasn't attacking me constantly, and I finally, like, I actually had to do it twice yesterday. The first time, I got down to the last, like, 20 seconds, and it killed, I died within the last 20 seconds, so I was super pissed about that, and I'm like, then my daily ops team actually filled up, so I'm like, all right, fine, I'll go do this daily ops first, come back, finish it, and I did it. So, yeah, now the robots in Watoga won't be attacking me. Not only that, but that Scorch Beast that had been flying around Watoga, the robots helped me kill it. So, yeah, not only did I finish that quest finally, I also took down a Scorch Beast in the process. And then I was about to hop off, and I see the um, Scorched Earth event pop up where the Scorch Beast Queen is wrecking havoc in the Cranberry Bog. So I actually went and did that, too. So did another Scorch Beast Queen event, and I'm now two flux away from being able to build my decontamination tank or arch so can't wait to finally have that and i don't need to carry around right away anymore anyway um also i've been playing valhalla of course definitely always playing valhalla so i'm now at like combat rating like 140 or close to so 
Yeah, I've uh, been working on that. I think I mentioned that yesterday. Not yesterday, but uh, Saturday when we did the um, crossover episode. That actually came out yesterday. So, yeah, I guess it was yesterday. So, um, yeah, got that going on. Um, also, say what you will about Marvel's Avengers. I actually enjoy it. So, I've been working on the Katie Bishop uh, DLC add-on. And, like I said, people always trash this game, but I really enjoyed the campaign. Not only that, but the only extra stuff that you have to pay for, if you choose to, is cosmetics. So, if you want this fancy outfit, if you want this outfit based on a comic, like an existing comic outfit, pretty much all of these outfits that they offer do have a comic reference. But you don't have to pay for them. And everybody's like, oh, they should just delete this game. This game is trash. I like the game. And the fact that they are giving all these story add-ons and character add-ons for free. Like, what do you have to complain about? Like, come on. Like, just enjoy it. Like, quit complaining online, keyboard warriors. Anyway, uh, sorry, that's just a pet peeve of mine. Any like in social media ad that I see for games usually like 95 99% of the comments are negative and I just get tired of seeing that anyway I'm not going to go on that tirade again but yeah that's basically been my gameplay um been playing a lot of sims 4 also I talked about that on the crossover episode that aired yesterday so Anyway, I am going to take a short break, and you hear from my anchor sponsor, and then we will talk some Julianos. So anyway, stay tuned. See you on the other side. Alright guys, welcome back after that short break. So today, as I said, we are talking Julianos. So... All information, once again, comes from the UESP wiki. So, Julianos, um, there's a little, another quote here, just like the others. So, it says, Julianos says, Know the truth. Observe the law. When in doubt, seek wisdom from the wise. And that quote comes from the Ten Commands, uh, colon, Nine Divines. Ten Commands, Nine Divines. So, Julianos, as with the others, is an Aedra, and he is the Aedric god of wisdom and logic. And he is one of the Cyrodiilic divines governing the realms of literature, law, history, and contradiction. He's usually associated with magic and thus is often revered by wizards. Junal, the Nordic father of language and mathematics, fell out of favor in the Nordic pantheon, after which he became Julianos of the Divines. Monastic orders founded by Tiber Septim and dedicated to Julianos are the keepers of the Elder Scrolls. He is particularly venerated among many Imperials and Bretons. As a Divine, he represents the virtue of learning, scholarship, and justice. He is said to incant the damned equation. His symbol is a triangle. Yeah, if you see the shrines to the divines in Oblivion, it's always that pyramid-looking one. So I guess that represents logic and wisdom and all that. 
As far as the weapons and armor of the Divine Crusader that Pelina Whitestrake once wielded, Julianus created the shield of the Crusader, and that helped him defeat Numeral the Unfeathered. And the chapel in Oblivion and Cyrodiil that is dedicated to Julianus is located in Skingrad. There's also a chantry of Julianus in the Imperial City. In the Iliac Bay, temples dedicated to him are known as the Schools of Julianos. As their name implies, these temples are considered educational institutions and they are believed to spread the term magica to describe the power associated with performing magic. That's interesting. So you wouldn't think that a divine that's so dedicated to wisdom and logic would also be responsible for magic like i guess you know magic in the elder scrolls world does have wisdom and logic associated to it so um yeah i thought that was interesting and also i think it's interesting that a god that's associated with wisdom and logic would provide a shield so um yeah it's well it obviously does offer protection against magic also but you wouldn't really you would think that it would be more a weapon you would think that julianus would be responsible for the sword but yeah that's not the case he's responsible for shield anyway um that's really all that's um here about julianus so you do hear people sometimes say blessings of julianos among you you know so yeah the there are pictures here of julianos's symbol um there's a statue of julianos in the game um doesn't really say here but um yeah it doesn't say which game that oh okay i'm sorry uh daggerfall so there's a picture of a statue of Julianus and Daggerfall. I knew it had to be one of the earlier games just based on the graphics. <laughs> so um, there's also another picture of a statue of Julianus here. Uh, this one, yeah, it doesn't have any, any uh, indication as to what game it's from, but I'm guessing ESO because the graphics are pretty clear in that one. So there's also a banner for Julianos that just shows the triangle. So yeah, this this statue of Julianos in the more recent game does show the yellow pyramid symbol. So yeah, there's also like I said, there's a, a picture of the Skingrad Chapel to Julianos, and there's also a picture of the Shield of the Crusader, which guess what is diamond shaped. So. Yeah, that that's really all there is about Julianos um, in this article. So next up is Kenrith. So hopefully, I'm sure there'll be more about Kenrith because there's whole um, quests dedicated to Kenrith in a way. And so yeah, I would like to thank the Hive for sponsoring the show as always. If you would like to get a hold of me. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at uh, Tamrielic P on Twitter, Instagram. It's Tamrielic Adventures. If you want to find my personal account, it's Ian Gold 8 I don't know if I say that very often on this show. I usually say it on 
Nintendo. Speaking of Nintendo, like I said, we just did a big crossover episode that aired yesterday. So, yeah, if you would like to, definitely go check that out. It's up on all the feeds. It's up on um, this feed. It's up on the Nintendo feed. And it's also up on Durka's uh, Formicast feed. So definitely, definitely check that out um, if you haven't already. And if you have, I wouldn't mind you going and checking it out on those feeds also. Show them some love. So anyway, that is about it. Oh, also, you can find me in-game on uh, PC North America, um, but mostly on Xbox at Sulior PC North America. My username is E-E-Gold, E-E-G-O-L-D. So, um, yeah, that, that's about it. I will also be streaming here probably a little bit later. If you would like to check out this stream, it is at twitch.tv slash Sulior. And um, also, do, also check out my other shows. Definitely check out Nintendo. And if you're into Fallout lore, check out Tapes from the Wastes with my buddy KDB. So yeah, that is about it. So as always, stay safe, adventurers.